Episode 11 of the Pixel Pros Podcast, part of the Piece of Pixel Network. My name is Justin Butler, and with me as usual are Mr. Tight Shirt himself, Dakota Janikowski. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? You're talking really fast, Justin. I know. And uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kevin Barfield. Hi. <laughs> if you are unfamiliar with the show, this is a show where we talk about all things gaming-related in the weeks currently happening in the past and what's to come. So, Dakota, what is our first bit of news? Wow, this has been a pretty bare little bit of news and uh we talked about this already but and you know assassin's crew is delayed until 2017 you know they're doing that two-year little cycle but we had a question from our audience that pertained to it from our little discussion that we've had previously about it he said have we seen the last of assassin's creed this year or do you feel that some sort of a remaster is gonna appear in the fall <laughs> there's already been an assassin's creed game this year <laughs> i mean the, not the little junk ones on the iphone or whatever those don't really count no those aren't on the those. iphone they're on they're, the pc yeah well they're and the they and consoles assassin's creed <laughs> games okay but they are that's like saying <laughs> this until dawn game coming on vr is an until dawn game i, I mean it's got it in the name <laughs> yeah i don't care it's not an until dawn game assassin's creed prime there is there going to be a sort of Assassin's Creed Prime remaster at all this year? No. Um, I, I feel like um, uh, they're they're going to have to at least announce something cool coming because the, the movie hits towards the end of this year, and there's no way they're not going to do something for it um, to promote the game a little more. Uh, that's a big missed marketing opportunity. So I, I feel like I feel like something might happen, but I don't. I don't think anything's going to get released this Maybe like year. an Ezio remake, remaster. We've already got that. Yeah, yeah, but on the previous gen consoles, not current gen. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, Ubisoft's not usually in the business of doing that, but um, uh, I don't think we'll get anything this year. I don't even think we'll get an announcement this year. I think we'll get the movie in what, like November, and then we'll probably get the game announcement in January like we usually do. Well, if I'm not mistaken, um, the movie is completely has a completely different plot than any of the games. Yeah, I know. Um, so maybe we'll get like a little uh, prequel, like a small game. Um, I, don't, I don't think so. The movie or something like if if they release anything, I think it would be uh, related to the movie or its characters. I think they're gonna stick to their guns. I think I think they'll let that little hype train go with the movie, and then in January they'll announce the game and let the hype train keep going until E three, and then eventually the release and. I think that's how they'll do it. I don't think that we'll get anything else this year, except for maybe another one of those um, newer Assassin's games. Creed Russia. It's gonna yeah. be like Assassin's Creed Yugoslavia or something like that. <laughs> I'd be cool with it. <laughs> um, so our next topic, or next little bit of news: Street Fighter V's launch. It was botched. Yeah, people need it was. to uh, buy more servers. I'm tired of companies being like, "Oh, we have enough." No. Nope. How many betas did they do for this? For know. this complete reason. Um, Justin's the resident fighting uh, game expert. The beta was great. The beta was smooth. I loved it. Never had a problem with it. So let, let me just let me just paint you a picture of my Tuesday. Um, we we are not um, paid. He's got a paintbrush. Right We're now. not paid podcasters at this moment. So I work eleven hour days, four to five days a week. Um, so I get off work. I'm tired. I wait in line 
because uh, I got the PS4 release, so I was going to my local uh, GameStop. Um, wait in line, get the game, spend my 90-some-odd dollars because I did the uh, season pass and everything, and I just want to get home and enjoy a couple of online matches of one of my favorite fighting game franchises, only to try 15 times not able to get into the server. So I was like, it's okay, I'll just do... Um, I'll just do story mode or whatever, which um, I didn't really look into that much about this one, but I assumed it would be like uh, most Street Fighter games or um, fighting games that don't have story modes like Injustice or Mortal Kombat. And, you know, I'd get like a little cutscene or a little bit of artwork and some story. Then I would do like a fight ladder of 10 or so matches and then a little ending for the character. And I'd be very satisfied only to get um, a lot of still image cutscenes, and then four, not even full fights, four rounds for each character. Um, so then I was like, maybe I'll check out challenge mode, <laughs> which is still um, this morning when I played not available. Um, and the online matches are s- slow to connect. They work fine when you're actually connected, but it does take me a while to find an opponent. Um, so Capcom just stopped breaking my heart consistently (laughs) over and over again. This is why I stopped buying Capcom games a long time ago. Um, the, the core game itself is amazing. Um, and we are getting a free story mode DLC in a couple of months. Um, but as it stands right now, I am nowhere near satisfied spending almost a hundred dollars, even the $60 on this game right now. Do you think it's going to be worth $60 eventually? I mean, they're going to add so much free stuff, right? A lot of the content that they're adding is essentially free. Well, once challenge mode is working and we get an actual story mode, um, and the servers are fixed, uh, which they've been working on, they're getting more and more stable. Um, but, uh. Yeah, when, it, when it's launched as a full, what it should have been on disc at first, yes, it's worth the $60, but to put it out as it is right now, um, I would have much rather have waited than spent my money and be dissatisfied. But in a way, I mean, the fact that you're getting the game now, I mean, you can still fight people online, isn't that what the hardcore uh, Street Fighter fans really wanted to do anyways? Yeah, but it... I mean, you're getting that eventually. If you, They're essentially just saying here... Here's what we've worked on so far. You can play it all you want. You're going to get the content eventually. Like you're essentially buying the game later on, but right now, just play the game. I mean, here's what we've been working on. Well, just the way I play personally, I like to do um, the longer ladders and um, the challenges and everything before I um, hardcore hop online. Yeah. Um, just so I have a little bit of training before I, uh, I get my butt kicked. Which training mode, I will say, is one of the... <laughs> Two single player modes that work right now and survival and survival is survival is fun? fun survival is pretty fun I'll is it like challenge that. mode um no challenge mode's a little more technical survival is just like how many consecutive gotcha. rounds can you go on one health bar what's the farthest you've gone uh i had to turn it off um to eat at 23 hear that fans our little buddy got to 23 rounds michael jordan's number <laughs> try to best him <laughs> Try to best him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the people who really wanted the game now, would, like you, I guess, got the game knowing that it was going to be pretty bare, or did you not know? I didn't. Uh, they braced us a little bit, but not to the extent it gotcha. was. And it, and it just bums me out because um, I love fighting games, and uh, NetherRealm Studios, Mortal Kombat X, and Injustice uh, felt very full 
uh, to just be fighting games. The story modes were fleshed out and great. Um, there was a crypt mode in uh, Mortal Kombat X. And uh, in Injustice, there was like solid challenges that were available at launch and a lot to do on uh, single player, a lot of different game modes and everything like that. So with, with you, fighting games can be a full package and be well worth your money and with this it's very bare bones and it's it's just a bummer to see because fighting games are moving um to more full experiences in street fighter which normally leads the fighting game front is uh slacking it's sad to see oh i'm sorry buddy (laughs) so uh another bit of news the oculus rift there's a been a bunch of bundles with pcs have you seen them and they're actually According to Kevin, even Kevin said they're not completely terrible. They're, they're not, not awful, but they're not like you still get a better deal if you build yeah, it yourself. Of course, but I'm just the whole you know you're not getting ripped off completely. Yeah, it, 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 so. it, we're getting to a point with PCs where if you go to um, like Best Buy or something and say you want a gaming PC, there's a good chance you're actually going to get a decently priced, capable PC. Um, uh, one of the tech YouTube channels that I watch all the time, Linus Tech Tips, they did a video where they got. Um, his wife to actually go to Best Buy and say she wanted to buy a gaming PC and um, it took them a while because I guess they had sold out but they finally got her like an actual gaming PC that they didn't took back to the office and tore apart and did like a big comparison on it to see Um, and it was actually a better deal than what they could have built with some of the hardware that they had Um, but uh, if you like go up just a hundred dollars more than what they paid for the one at Best Buy you could get like a way better computer but it's it's really cool to see that finally we're getting to the point where if you go to buy like a complete um, gaming PC from a big box store that you're not going to get, you know, ripped off. Yeah. It's nice. So like me who doesn't really understand the internals of a working computer, a gaming computer, anything like that. I just see, hey, can it run this? Yes or no? I mean, it's kind of why I'm drawn to consoles. It's like, hey, this is going to run all these games or it should unless the developer sucks ass. So yeah, but the thing with uh, I mean, I still love my PS4. Um, but the thing with PCs is, if you build a good model, you're set for a while, a four or five, six time. years. Yeah, and then y'all, you can also like whenever a part gets to where you're not satisfied with it, you just pull it out, put a new one in. Yeah, I mean, I understand all that, but yeah, like, yeah. So I don't know. It's cool to see. <laughs> that, like I said, it's cool to see that they're they're trying. For sure. That's a, yeah, unless you guys have any news. That's, what, about, what about Fallout? Oh, Fallout. That's right. <laughs> what about Fallout? Right. Fallout. You can't, leave, a long day. you can't leave a Fallout. Yeah, well, I mean, Kevin, what the hell happened in Fallout? Fallout had their new DLC, right? For yeah. March, April, um, and May? Yes. Did they announce the other two dates? I thought they just said it was starting in March. It's one a month. They haven't announced specific dates, but oh, okay. if I remember I, correctly, it's one a month. I thought, I thought they had just said that the first one was March, but... Um, there's going to be two smaller DLCs. Um, Atomatron. Uh, yeah. See, you have the actual names and stuff. There. And um, Wasteland Workshop. Yeah. And then the uh, big... I'm sure uh, she's more excited for it. Uh, <laughs> the big one that adds on to the world, and they've said is the biggest expansion Bethesda's ever done for a game. Which is awesome. Is, uh, I can't remember the yep, name of the one I'm most excited for. Um, Starts with an F. But Atomatron, you can build your own robot companion, I believe. Uh, and then Wasteland Workshop, I think, just builds onto the existing workshop system. And then, like you said, the third one is going to be uh, huge. And then they said after that, there's still going to be another, uh, um, there's going to be more DLC because 
they're doing $60 worth of DLC and um, they're raising the price of the season pass to $50 instead of 30 uh, starting next month. But if you get it before then, you can still get it for the $30. So you're basically getting all of the DLC for like half price. If you Are buy these it. the only DLC or are they going to be more? They're going to no, do more. There's, there's, more. Gonna there, more? there's okay. more. Yeah. This is the first wave. Gotcha. So the essentially the deal or if you buy the season pass right now you're just buying this one you're ba- you're buying you're almost you're, i think the the big expansion that they're doing is $25 by itself and then i think the smaller ones are $5 each maybe so um you're, so you're basically buying the big one and one of the smaller ones and then getting all the rest of the DLC for free if you already have the season pass or if you buy it before the first far harbor far harbor far yeah. harbor yeah far harbor Farber. Is, uh, is the name of the other one. I am so stoked. Um, and Far Harbor, uh, based on the description that I read, it said that it is an area that got more irradiated, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to have like scarier creatures, and um, it's going to be a lot to do with the Children of the Atom. And, it's going to be in Maine. Um, yeah, it looks it looks very... Yeah, I am so stoked. It looks very good. Um, Automatron sounds cool. You get to build your little robot buddy. Yep. And uh, Wasteland Workshop. Um, I love essentially, the Essentially, it's going to be so. a Deathclaw Zoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can like capture uh, people people and creatures, and and then you can make them fight. Yeah. Like you can make your own little arena. You can make your own little arena. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Uh, And I think it adds more like workshop uh, uh, objects. Yeah. It just expands the uh, creation. Speaking of creation, is there any news on when the uh, the Gek is coming out? Uh, It should be this month because they said it'd be in the first two months of 2016. So so. I think they usually sort of do it very suddenly. They don't do a big like release for it or anything. Can't wait for more mods that crash my game. (laughs) (laughs) I have not had a game crash yet. I've installed like 30 mods or so. Haven't had a single crash. Yeah. But these are the Gek hasn't came out yet. These are the safer mods? No, no, no. No. Gek will be much more safe. Um, Bigger. And the reason they will crash your game more is because they're they'll have more stuff in them that can conflict with other stuff but right now the mods we have now are actually more dangerous because they're not as um they're not as uh well optimized and they have the chance of breaking your game mm. your save i should say but i haven't had any of them do that and like i said i've installed like 30 or so and if you install the right ones you're you're fine yeah, I I played a mod character for a little bit, ran around as a Darth Vader, and then uh, then I'm taking a break and waiting on that DLC to come out. So yeah, maybe this will get me back in the game. I mean, I got kind of burnt out, so I just haven't had time to play. I haven't even finished the story yet. If I'm not working, I'm doing homework. God. <laughs> that was all for the news because this news week was very very dry. I cannot wait for March when. All these new news conferences and stuff start. Oh, uh, you, uh, never mind. There's another piece. Oh, of we. I, I just wanted to throw it in there real quick. Um, we are recording this um, the night before night uh, of or the night of dice. Um, so everything's happening while we're recording. Um, but I do just want to talk about Hideo Kojima and Del Toro are doing their little talk, and Kojima was tweeting pictures of him hanging out with uh, Norman Reedus. So, yeah. uh, what do you guys think that could mean? Huh. Walking I, Dead. I, I don't know <laughs> what what it could it mean. Yeah, oh, Hideo Kojima is making a Walking Dead game. That's... Wouldn't that be great? Like a Silent Hills, like Walking Dead, like that kind of horror. We just walk around the corners of zombies. I mean, I, I want to say know. I don't know. I what I don't want it to be a zombie game. I really don't. I liked the uh, the trailer where it was like the big giant baby thing crawling down the hall and the roaches and yeah. everything like that. I want it to feel more like PT than I want it to feel like Resident Evil. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know. I'll see. Uh, I'm probably gonna 
I'm stoked. Buy it no matter what. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'll buy it no matter what. But I, I, I doubt Hideo Kojima doesn't seem like a licensed game kind no, of guy, no, especially I, that was up a with Del Toro. That was a joke. Thank you, uh, Justin, for interrupting my segue to the topic of the week. Brought to you by <laughs> PizzaPixel.com, where games are art, not, not numbers. numbers. That's right. And, um, you guys are off. Yeah, we we were. Today's uh, topic is our speculation on future console generations, future video game generations, not just console, because PCs exist as well. And uh, where do we see things going? The PS4, Xbox One, and NX. Oh, see, I'm not even gonna count the Wii U in this or NX because they're that in between consoles. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but Nintendo the PS- needs to just wait, <laughs> release a console when everyone else does, so they can actually compete. Yeah, the PS4 and Xbox One have, what, four years left in their life cycle right now? Three or four, yeah, at so, least. So how do we feel like the PS5 and Xbox Two is going to do? Or <laughs> Xbox <laughs> Two. I really hope they call it that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Xbox 1.2, or I don't know, because it's the Xbox One. It's supposed to be yeah, your entire living room. And it's going to be the X-Brain, and it's going to be a chip that they inject into your skull. I'm still a little ways away from that. <laughs> yeah. Phil Spencer didn't um, let that happen. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I honestly think that the actual consoles are probably just going to be more of what we have now. I don't think we're going to see much changes. Ju- you think they've got the basically what a video game system can do? I, I don't mean necessarily as far as performance goes. I mean as far as like yeah, like feature wise. Feature wise, like um, people like to say that we might get like a modular one or something. I don't think that's ever going to happen. What um, would what would you even do with a modular console? It would the be, RAM. Yeah, you'd be able to switch out the RAM and the graphics card. And a hard drive, which you can already do, um, in a PS4 at least. Um, Xbox One, you can do it illegally, or you can void your warranty with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yay! But uh, Xbox One, <laughs> you can plug one in because you can use external hard drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you true. can switch out the one in PS4. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it's just going to be another uh, locked down console. Uh, I hope they're more like connected with other consoles. Um, and computers and stuff, but I don't think they will be. I don't know. Um, I, w- I would hope they would surprise us in some way, but I do think Kevin might be onto something that, um, it's just going to be More like, the same. like, uh, look at these graphics and how big the game worlds are. And that's going to be about, and it's still two uh, years behind PC. That's, that's about it. Um, they need to Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony need to join forces and form a super console that has a bunch of exclusives and that <laughs> like that don't go to PC. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna go be, so well. And they fight each other. Yeah, that would not go. Here, well. here, here's the future I see right now: P- Microsoft and Sony, you know, doing their thing. Nintendo releases the NX, it fails, of course. Uh, they start releasing their games everywhere, um, and the PC remains the PC. PC's its own beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh, as far as PCs go, um, we're slowing down on Moore's Law, which means things aren't going to uh, progress as fast as they have been, but it's going to get a lot cheaper. Um, but uh, memory and graphics cards are increasing a lot faster, or not a lot faster than they were, but they're still increasing very quickly. So... Graphics cards and stuff are going to have a big leap over the next couple of years, and solid-state drives and stuff are going to have a big leap over the next couple of years. So not a lot is going to change except for raw graphics power. Yeah. It's going to look prettier, and it might be a little faster. Yeah. 
I mean, over the past, what, decade, PCs have become more like consoles and consoles have become more like PCs yeah. in the terms that, I mean, they're, they're reaching convergence where, you know, consoles are what nowadays they're pretty much just PCs. You get onto it, you got to install an update, which are essentially the drivers. You yeah, know, they, they do, game. they do like the they're, same architecture. They're now. very PC like, whereas, you know, PCs have taken a, a page out of consoles ish with a way simpler interface than just plugging in a CD or anything like that. You have your own little dashboard. Yeah. If they, uh, like if they get faster, um, like maybe load times become all but extinct. If they, in consoles, if they start putting in SSDs, load times are going to be next to nothing. Yeah. So, or they're going to do it like uncharted and just their load times. I never noticed it until like recently. It was like, Oh crap. I, those are load times when he's just like, he's like sliding across, he's shimmying across the yeah. wall. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's yeah. a, Oh, got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how Jack and Daxter used to do it with the elevators and stuff like that. Or what is the other one? Uh, Mass Effect 1. Yeah. It was just the long-ass elevator ride. It's like, oh, this is a loading screen. <laughs> Off topic for a second, but I was thinking about Jack and Daxter and how impressive that was. For, yeah, uh, it hit all the loading screens. Yeah, So for was, the time. There loading. weren't any. I mean, that was uh, if you read the top five 3D platformers on the Pizza Pixel website, Jack and Daxter's on there, and I talk about the loading times. So... And how revolutionary it was. You know what game didn't have any loading times? Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Tony Hawk's American Wasteland <laughs> sucked. No, it, it did not. not. <laughs> you shut Hawk your mouth. Two. You so, shut your Tony mouth. Tony Hawk 3 is all right. Tony Hawk 2 is the, is the best one, though. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I would play Tony that Hawk. Hit Kevin deep. <laughs> Kevin probably likes that new Tony Hawk game. No. <laughs> not at all. Where you can play as Lil Wayne and the Ninja uh, Turtles. American Wasteland was the last good one. Oh. And the two or uh, Underground Two was really bad. Underground One was fun, and then all of the pro skaters before that were pretty good. So, yeah. but I, li- I liked American Wasteland. Which one could you be Wolverine in? THPS Three. Yeah, I think it was Three. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I used Wolverine to play- and Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, I used to play those things like crazy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but um, yeah. back on topic. Uh, even I don't know about the PS2 era, but I know in like the PS3 era, the PS3 and 360, I believe, used AMD graphics cards even. So it's not like, and so did the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, or I think Xbox One uses NVIDIA, but I could be wrong. I was going to say, um, why isn't the PS3 insanely loud then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're, they have their own. They, they, they build PC them jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they build them into the, uh, they build them, they, they have their own cooling systems for the consoles. Um, but I, the, the joke is I have a AMD graphics card and the fans on it sound like a screaming you can banshee. Hear it from across, <laughs> you can hear it from across the house. But that's that's just the reference cooler. If you get one of the more upgraded AMD cards, the coolers are better. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see. I don't, I don't think, like you said, not a lot's going to change. Yeah. It's, I would like to see it change, obviously. See, but where would you change it at, though, if it's not going to be modular? All they can do is upgrade stuff. If it would be, I would be okay with it being modular. I just don't think it will be because that's the thing. There was even the report a couple months ago about like um, how they they might be releasing a like semi modular PS4 later on. Yes, yeah, all that. But um, I, it's so unlikely, and so because then it just becomes like you said, it becomes more like a PC. Then at that point, why wouldn't you just buy a PC? And also, we have to see what VR is going to do. Oh yeah, VR VR is going to be even that's a PC thing. Oculus is going to be better than the PS4. Well, yeah, no but like what. as far as it, its yeah. interface with consoles, like it, it could be game changing. We don't know yet, yeah. so. Um, we will see. We will. I th- yeah, I think I think VR is going to have a big impact, or it might have a big impact, or it could just you know do nothing. But um, games yeah. are going to be on cartridges again. Be great, <laughs> please. 
Um, but no, I yeah, I think it'll be pretty. The last modular console I can think of was the N sixty four. It was and supposed was, to be modular, and then, I mean, and it had like two modules. You could yeah, you could switch out the RAM. That's all. I, yeah. So that's all I really did because I, when I bought the Donkey Kong sixty four, it came with that uh, the new RAM. What, I don't even know what it was. The extender, the thing. expansion module. Yeah, the expansion yeah. thing. So uh, it, that wasn't even really like switching out the RAM. It was just like adding adding it. RAM, but in a very bad way. Convoluted. <laughs> yeah. Convoluted and probably not very efficient way. Yeah. So. It was obvious that they were like, whoa, crap, this game can't, this can't handle this. What do we do? So I don't know. Those are the, it sucks that everything's, I mean, you're in order for consoles to change, I don't think it's going to be the hardware as much as it's going to be the software and the games that are a part of it. For example, right now, the PS4 and Xbox One, this is more of the, the interconnected generation. Mm-hmm. It seems yeah. like everything, every game is play with your friends. The last generation was what? Xbox Live, PSN, all games are just starting to come online. Yeah. The PS2, PS1, 3D graphics, or not PS1, PS2, X, GameCube, Xbox Original, Xbox Prime. I don't even know what, I was going to say Xbox One, but that's... <laughs> Just Xbox. Yeah, the Xbox. They were that was 3D graphics and stuff like that. PS One. What was the one? What else was on that generation around that time? Is that SNES? Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Saturn. Sixty Four. All those things. It was. They were the precursor to the PS Two in terms of three or yeah, 3D graphics and all that. But they're still pretty impressive in their own way. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's when stories started becoming popular in video games. Mm -hmm. You just you can just see that just perpetrate through all the console generations since then. Thanks Metal Gear Solid. So, <laughs> that ability, it's going to be the software that changes how everything's, how everything works in the future. Yeah. Like I said, one of the biggest things I want to see out of consoles is being able to connect with, like I would love to just hook up my PS4 to my PC in some way, even if it's just like wirelessly. And that way I could like play my PS4 games that I own on my PS4. Kind of like how the NX is rumored to uh, play on the yeah. PS4. I don't think it's Xbox going to, <laughs> though. There's no hope for that. It's a nice rumor. Nice <laughs> thought. But that's what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to, like, if I own the game, I want to be able to play it wherever I want. Yeah. I, I think this whole, if you, ha- if you buy it on PS4 and you want to play it on an Xbox One, you have to buy it again on Xbox One. I want that to go away, even though it's never going to. Yeah, that'll, that'll never happen. Ever. Thank you. All right. Good topic, guys. That was a good topic of the week. <laughs> brought to you by PizzaPixel.com, where games are art, not, not numbers. numbers. Now we're getting it into our mailbag. Mail time. Here's the mail. It never we're fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it wails, I want to yell. <laughs> we're going to get, we're just going to get like a guy showing up at the door with a big orange box and just going to put slime in our faces. Exactly. Suffocate us. <laughs> if you'd like to get your question read on the Peace Pixel podcast or Pixel Pros podcast, go to PeaceofPixel.com, leave a comment, go to our Twitter page at Peace of Pixel, or go to our Facebook page backslash Pizza Pixel. Or email us at Peace Pixel News at gmail.com. <laughs> Whew, that's a lot of ways to get to us. So our first question is from at Reynold07 on Twitter. He says that could be Reynold. <laughs> Never mind. Reynold. <laughs> Reynold. <laughs> Reynold. <laughs> How much does a review score affect your willingness to purchase a game, positive or negative? Well, Doesn't here it? we believe that games are art and not numbers. Exactly. So, uh, no, I, I do like to... Um, so, for us, it doesn't at all. Yeah, I, I would like to try games myself if I think they look cool um, before I judge them. And uh, back in the day, uh, 
when I used to look at uh, reviews heavily, I would it, it barely mattered to me what the uh, website or uh, magazine gave them, but I would look at the user reviews. Those meant a lot more to me. Yeah. Um, just people's opinion. Um, I could care less about what IGN or GameSpot gives it, um, but I, whenever I, I have two ways of doing it. Well, three actually, depending on the game. Um, you either go on YouTube and type in whatever the game is, gameplay, find out if you want to like it or not. Or you have like streamers and YouTubers that you watch who will play the game and tell you if it's good or not, or, you know, not tell you, but like let you make your own decisions if it's good or not. Or if it's like some random ass game on Steam, then you go down all the way and go to the user reviews and you can see, (laughs) usually it's either like 99% upvote or 1% downvote or... 99% 99% downvote and 1% upvote, so you can usually tell if it's a decent game or not. Yeah, and and those numbers don't um, make or break a game. Just like for me, exactly. The Witcher was like one of the best-reviewed games of last year, and I played it, and uh, it was good, solid gameplay and everything. It just wasn't for me. So I personally, if I had to stick a number on it, it wouldn't be one of the higher-up games in my personal opinion. But uh, But, I mean... In the same vein, though, review scores are supposed to be objective, right? Even though it's probably impossible to make an objective review score. Well, yeah, and so, that's that's why so many people, if you look at the comment threads on reviews, like so many people are angry because uh, either something is overrated in their opinion or um, something is underrated in their opinion because the person reviewing it is like just one opinion. Um so it, it, like it, it it's hard to uh, it's hard to differentiate. Yeah. So I know the witness has been getting great scores all over the place. Everyone's like, it's just a puzzle game. It's just a mobile iOS game. <laughs> blah, blah blah blah. It's not but, though. Yeah, I mean, I really want to play it. I mean, it's essentially it, it just looks a line. It's a line puzzle. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it uh, looks really good. And there's like 80 hours of content there. Yeah, that's, that's not a mobile game. It's essentially there's line puzzle. You can have it on a mobile game easily. That's the thing. I, is I, what most people complain about. You just walk into puzzle to puzzle. Yeah, but the graphics surrounding the puzzles are what. Yeah, they're really, really pretty. Yeah, but I do, um, I do think reviews or uh, impressions are um, a good way to uh, see mainly if a game is going to be if you're interested in it um, worth your uh, money because because it, it is it is easy to say like if you think a game looks cool go out and try it but games do cost money and not everyone has that to just throw around so if um we need demo it, discs. if you're yes god please bring those back um if uh if you're on the fence about something looking at a review or a uh, impression is uh is a good way to help you make a decision and find so. a reviewer who you uh have similar gaming taste exactly that, that yeah helps too. that's my thing i i have youtubers that i follow for like grand strategy games for survival games for triple a games so like i have the people who i trust to play the game and not like i said not tell you if it's good or not because most of the people i watch don't do that they say you know like this is what this game is i like it or like they'll say that they like it but that it's up to your own thing so you just have to find the right people to watch and again back to steam reviews their review system is really good because right below where it says recommended or not recommended it has the amount of hours that they put into the game and so sometimes you'll see someone who like has like two hours in the game and gave it like a, or like has like 30 minutes in the game and gave it like the most negative review you possibly can. And then you'll find people who have like 2000 hours in a game and give it a negative review. And I'm like, what? 
Um, yeah, and and the, that same reviews actually have saved me before because I got just the hankering to play uh, Devil May Cry three again. I was like, I know there's a PC port got on Steam, and <laughs> everyone uh, like super negative reviews. Yeah. All like they're like the game is great. This is a terrible port. Just yeah. go play the PS two version. Yeah, but they saved me a couple dollars there. So it, it really depends on where you go. Um, I would I would shop around if you are using that as just a guiding point. Uh, to whether you buy a game or not, shop around and look up at a bunch of different opinions to kind of get a consensus. Don't just go to IGN or just games uh, spot or even just our impression, like get a wide variety of opinions. Yep. So we live in a, we live in a YouTube age where you can find a hundred videos of someone playing any game you could possibly think of. Woohoo. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Rental seven on Twitter. Our next question comes from James Wilder. Me and Kevin kind of already talked about this uh, before the thing, and I, re- I realized how kind of not really, I don't know, the question is really pointless. But he asked it, so we're going to respond to it. <laughs> With Deadpool just coming out, do you believe there will be a market for a hard R or a hard M game? And I'm going to make it a little more extreme. It's going to be like nudity and stuff like that in a video game. Is there ever going to be anything like that? The Witcher. Like that. Con- <laughs> <laughs> right. That stuff already exists. Like See, I, I okay. Thanks, James. Ten years. As a matter of fact, I was just playing. I've started playing South Park, the Stick of Truth. And on two separate <laughs> occasions, I walked in on a lady that was naked and a guy masturbating. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago, it was very different. Yeah. Um, even like six years ago. Leisure up until Larry. Yeah. Up until the <laughs> Xbox 360 era, I think. Dante's Inferno was actually like one of the first games I remember having like yeah, just, that was an old game. just boobs. Uh, yeah. Um, I think as far as like big AAA games, obviously there were smaller random games, but like the games that we have now, ten years ago, would have been rated like one of those games you have to go. Oops, one of those games you have to go um, and like ask the Walmart employees if they have in the back because they're not allowed to display it. Shut up. Jeez, Shut Kevin. up, voice control. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, a lot of the games we have now would be like Siri, shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, I turned Siri off. I don't know how. But, but, but then there's always outliers like uh that classic game where you're the dude with his junk out and the cactus and the lady. Uh, oh, the oh, oh, I forgot the oh, name of that oh, game. Oh yeah, old, but old you game. that wasn't even really like. You couldn't really like see anything, could you? No, yeah. I mean like squares. Yeah. <laughs> now it's different. Like I said, ten years ago, any game that had nudity in it was like one of the games you had to ask to get from like the back of Walmart. Yeah. Um. And now like boobs are like nothing in video games, and sex scenes are nothing in video games. Yeah. God so, of War. God everywhere. of War. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I so like. Yeah. I think it's different. Um. Isn't and, it the first scene to God of War one or is it three? One of the two. Where he's just like ramming the girl, just having sex with her. It's like that's how you meet Kratos. That's all of them. I, uh, is it, it's all three open, or is it? I don't know. I, I just know I played one of them for the first time, and I was like, Ooh, I only fun. played God of War three, and I will never forget. Uh, it, it just you know, feeling like the most horrible person in the world because there's this mini game where you bang Aphrodite, and then right after you do that mini game, you go murder her husband. <laughs> hey, it's the, it's the Greeks, dude. Don't don't worry about it. So terrible. <laughs> this is how, that's how that's how they did things. It's fine. Spoiler alert for God of War Three. It's fine. 
I hope that answered your question, James. <laughs> but okay, I do want to make <laughs> you gave up. <laughs> I do want to do want to make one more point about that because I heard that Deadpool was the like highest grossing opening weekend for an R-rated movie. So maybe yeah, it could be make a difference for movies, but for video games, I I don't think. Well, well, specifically, if you want to get specific, um, uh, if they do another deadpool game because the other one for a licensed game was very successful if they do mm-hmm. another one i think the fact that the movie did so well and was how it is it, i think they're just the gate is wide open oh yeah and they'll do anything yeah, yeah. so uh yeah it, it could definitely be a game changer um with uh, especially a uh popular comic property being mm-hmm. that extreme I, I it could there could be a ripple effect um we'll just have to see but i i don't think they're really censoring that much and games right now yeah no they used to like i said used to it was way different than it is now thank you james water next friend since this is a question from facebook this man's name is tim nicolau say that again tim nicolau okay (laughs) he likes to talk oh yeah (laughs) except this is not really much a question as it is uh i guess it is but it's like it's just like a paragraph okay read it what are y'all's opinions on items and games that are pointless? Like, if there's no point to it, what happened in the game? I find them incredibly frustrating. What y'all's take? Uh, I, I, if you don't like it, don't play it. I mean, like, if it, collectibles and games have been there forever, and they're always going to be there. Well, no, I think he means more like um, like and Fallout. The cans and Fallout that do not, like it. Yeah, that do nothing. Like that's to make the world feel more like lived in. Um. I don't think those are pointless at all. I don't know. It's just yeah, I wish I had more time. Them? I wish I had more time to think about this because I'm sure I've came across like some useless crap in uh, other uh, games, especially games like Castlevania or something. But um, nothing's off the top of my head. But I mean, it doesn't affect the game to have them in there. Just don't yeah use them. I mean, I could understand yeah. Fallout and stuff like that. But then I go and play Tomb Raider. And it's like, you know, there's a trash can over there in the far corner. And I go up to it. You can open it and everything like that. But there's never anything in any trash can ever in the entire game. It's, it's immersion, just, dude. You know. <laughs> it's just like, well, I don't, why? It's, it's, it's kind of annoying. But so it's, it's immersion. Like it's, yeah. Yep. So I can see it in a lot more like Fallout games, like an RPG than. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of silly to have it in like Tomb Raider or something. Because yeah. if you're worried about your immersion breaking, don't play Tomb Raider. Uh what? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> that game is so immersive. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, it's silly, but who really cares? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for your question, Tim. <laughs> we love you, Tim. Thanks for helping us out. G- give us more long questions. I like long questions. Awesome. Um, it's time to get into our game of the week that from last week. Oh, good. Helldivers. Was, was, was that our... Yes, it was Hell Divers. Making sure, um, <laughs> because of our odd mic debate. Yes, it was Hell Divers. Um, I don't normally like um, twin stick shootery kinds of games, but this one kind of won me over on the genre a little bit. I thoroughly enjoyed. Did you play with your girlfriend? Playing it. No, she Good, wasn't really interested. Um, uh, but I will say that because I was playing it by myself, there wasn't a lot going on. A lot of the areas felt very barren yeah and it took a lot to get to any action um it's not like it's a game where the world is beautiful and you're at a beautiful angle um running around it's just like empty planet like broken planet space and uh 
So it, when it, when the action was there, it was good. Um, a lot of it did feel empty. It's a game meant to be played with people. Yeah, yeah. It, it is definitely more of a social game. But I I did it. It was solid. I liked it. I enjoyed my time with it. Wish called uh, my roommate Joey. He was on this podcast before. You can find him at Four Color Showdown on Twitter. He killed me so many times. Uh, I mean, how many times can I tell you to just watch your fire? No, fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Yep, that's that's Helldivers. So that was fun. I w- Kate wanted to play too. His wife, who lives with us, and I was, didn't have another controller, but that would have been hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, because Kate doesn't know how to use. Yeah, I've seen four-player games before. Yeah, they, all those bullets just firing. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kate doesn't know how to use two sticks at a time. She's like stuck in the old generation. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The like, old, old generation. When you think about it, that's like a learned thing. You got like I asked my parents to use uh, twin sticks or dual sticks, the left and the right analog sticks. And they can't move with the left stick and then look around with the right stick at the same time. It's like that Sweet Life of Zack and Cody thing where it's like you got to walk forward, stop, then you can chew the gum. Well, uh, that, and that's just like um, way that back in the day. That was a hell of a reference. Huh? That was a hell of a reference. <laughs> that's how it is. Like you got you to move forward, stop, then you can look around, then move again, stop, and then look around. It's like... Yeah. The only reason I played Kingdom Hearts is because it was bought for my mom for Christmas. We all got, that was the year we got the PS2 and we all got like our own game. Um, and then she gave it to me because she uh, made it to where you can first control Sora and <laughs> had no <laughs> idea what she was doing. So she uh, Did you she get it right away? Me. Oh yeah. Did you? Yeah, because, because of the N64. Yeah. The N64 and the like PS1, kind of, like whenever they did DualShock on the ps1 like we yeah. just got used to it i i think i think we are from like a generation that it's just well, we we instinctively pick up new technology like i don't think i mean i say it now we'll see what the future is like but i don't think our generation's ever going to have that problem to where we don't know how to work the technology that's out because we are aware that we need to change yeah. with the technology unlike uh mm-hmm. generations before us i didn't know how to use snapchat for the longest time and yeah. I felt like I was being like like super old. I was like, "Oh my god, is this it for me? <laughs> is this the end of my ability to be hip and cool?" See, it's for me uh, with new things that are coming out. It's not so much that I don't know how to use them; it's that I don't care. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> that, that's me. Like whenever Instagram first started getting popular, everyone was like, "Use Instagram." I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand Instagram. I don't. I. It's I, like I use Facebook for pictures. I literally use. I, I refuse to use Twitter up until like. Last this year. Podcast. <laughs> no, I started using it right before the podcast, actually. But, um, like, up until last year, like, I refused to use Twitter. Gotcha. I was like, I don't need this newfangled social network. Yeah. Still unstung on MySpace. Finally. What have you all been playing? What a big question <laughs> that is for me. Um, Everything? I still I still haven't um, beat the Plague Knight stuff on shovel knight so i'm uh, still tricking through that but i also got south park stick of truth on <laughs> the last steam sale that they had for uh, chinese new year i believe it was and um playing that loving every second of it and also street fighter just came out so hey, you haven't, on that. you haven't playing that uh, <laughs> i've been attempting to play street fighter um but mo- <laughs> mostly mostly right now i'm working through south park stick of truth because it's fantastic i haven't played anything like i said i haven't had time but I did watch a complete playthrough of Firewatch. Nice. How was it? I really enjoyed it, but I also love those type of games. That's probably no secret by this point. Uh, I I absolutely loved it. Um, Can you understand a lot of the backlash? Without spoiling it, can you understand why there's a lot of backlash in it? Even from the people who like those type of games, it's like... The only people... or The only backlash I really hear is that they didn't like the ending. 
which I can understand, but I don't think it was that bad. Gotcha. I haven't really heard any like major backlash other yeah, than I mean, nothing's been like too negative, but it's been like eh, it didn't live up to the hype or anything like that. I, so. I mean, the I think they had they made the mistake of announcing that game at E3. Gotcha. At the PS4 like big event. That's that was their mistake there. Had that game have just been released on Steam out of nowhere, people would be flipping their shit. Uh, but no, I thought it was a great game. I really liked it. I, I again, the ending wasn't great, but it wasn't awful, and I felt like everything leading up to the ending was amazing. Gotcha. Um, but again, I am a sucker for those type of games. Yeah. What about you? I've been playing two games. I gave up on Yarny. It's not my type of game. <laughs> I did not uh, like it. On which one? Oh, uh, Unravel. Oh, Yarny. Okay. I did not like it that much. <laughs> Um, but I have been playing The Witness. I've played that a little bit. I like it a lot. So it's worth the 40 bucks. I mean, it is, like I said, I can see where people are like, oh, this is just a mobile game and There's a humongous are, world. I can't. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just lines. Like I said, you're just moving from line puzzle to line puzzle. It's a beautiful game. Me, Joey, and Kate are trying to solve them every single night. How just, far are you into it? We're not, we're not that far. We're, yeah. Good, good luck once you get further. Yeah. Good so. luck doing that on a, uh, on a mobile device. I watched people play it and they had like, and these are like people who play games like this, like on the reg. They had, I like, see like spins and re- changes colors and all that. And yeah. Like, they had, uh, they had to have like notebooks out where they were writing down stuff <laughs> to link it back to a different puzzle and like a different part of a puzzle, it gets insane. Yeah. So, so good, we're good not luck. that far in. I mean, we're good just luck. playing it like an hour every night. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then I've been playing Final Fantasy 14 like crazy. I'm back in. Really? Yep. I'm back into that. I did not that. see that coming. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I know used... a lot of people who play it. Huh? I know a lot of people who play it. Bro, I love that game. I like, was it summer and a half ago or two summers ago? Summer and a half. Or last, su- <laughs> last summer. So it was the summer that just happened. And well, this is a summer and a half. So <laughs> A year and a half ago, <laughs> I fell into the Final Fantasy fourteen hole, and I was playing that thing like crazy. Like I didn't never, I didn't stop playing it, and then I kind of just fell out of it. My it was on my brother's account, and then he left, and yeah. So now I'm restarting, and I'm like, oh, I'm so far behind, but there's plenty of ways to speed it, catch up. So but that's something I've always wanted to check out, but never got around to. Right. But but just briefly, you mentioned uh, Final Fantasy, and I was looking more into a. Uh, 15 this week well legit isn't it and uh oh i I need that to come out you're down for the bro trip right Uh, i need it i need it (laughs) you are down for (laughs) the bro trip trip. (laughs) well we'll find out next month oh yeah so but i don't think it's gonna be out until early 2017 God, don't say that. Go to hell. Better be I'm this just year. Go to hell, Kevin. <laughs> Shut up. Don't crush this for just me. Saying the uh, <laughs> the evidence is mounting. But yeah. So um, yeah, it was a fun week. All right. Well, um, uh, keep tweeting at us for suggestions for the game of the week. Um, we don't really. Hey, we don't have one this time. Have one this. You guys really dropped the ball, audience. <laughs> um, but uh, just uh, let us know what you want to hear us talk about and what you want to play with us. Um, but this has been episode 11 of the Pixel Bros Podcast, part of the Piece of Pixel Network. I have been Justin Butler. You can find me on Twitter at Blame it on Butler. You can find me on Twitter at Kitty for Show. You can find me on Twitter at uh, K for Kevin 7. All right, everybody. We love you. Picture you later. Oh, stop. Quit. Here we go.